injudicious ramblings of Andre and Gary. This um, scientist in Canada, he did a study on the um, conservative mindset. And he said, what he can point that 20 to 25% of people will always be conservative. You cannot change their mindset. They like top-down organization, that kind of stuff. Right? Right. So, uh, and, and so uh, uh, by analogy, there must be 20% or about of, of, of a liberal mindset, right? right? Right, and, and, and pure liberal. Now we're talking pure. Right. No, right. And, and this is the thing. Well, I can't even say pure liberal, but I will, I'm supporting, yes, your point, but I'm not going to support exactly what you said. I'm going to say there's also, then there also has to be a sector of society. Now, this, this 20 to 25%, it's not that they learn to be conservative, that they were, um, that they were in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inculcated in the conservatism or whatever. Is that they chose it and they will, f- they will float it from whatever um, point of view um, that they come, from whence they come, right? right? Now, by the same token, there's another sector of society that whatever they learn, they will forever and ever prosecute that point of view. For example, you were born Catholic, or you were born Protestant, or you were born whatever, or you were born liberal or conservative, you will always prosecute that point of view. And you will play on that team forever and forever. And that is why we discuss a lot of the time what we call gladiatorial, um, you know, gladiatorial games, where we are trained, right, to follow an argument on one side or the other. There are studies that have shown that a liberal, a, a, a democratic argument presented by a conservative, right, will not get any support. But if a democratic argument is presented by a Democrat, it will get support. Vice versa, from the Democrats. Vice versa. If the conservative argument is presented by a Democrat, it will get the same percentage of, of support. Right. Right? And, 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 and pushback yes, from, from the opposition. Yes, side. and right. Right. So, the, so it's not the idea that's important. It's the game that's being played. It's right. a game that's being played between the Democrat side, Obama, and the Bush side, or, and the Republican side, um, let me show you right now. Very important statistic. I know you heard about the statistics that came out recently, that 55, approximately 55% of Americans would support, of liberals would support attacking Iraq. Iran. 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 No. Right. Which is insane. Right. Because you were insane. For, for no reason, really. Right. No, no reason at all. Iraq is, they said, in in the, in the Senate committee that Iran in the Senate committee that was I conflate them so much because it's obvious we're going to try and do the same do thing. Other, they're only one letter right? away. Oh, of course, it's a bunch of non-entities. They are separated by Afghanistan. I'm going to fuck you know. It's a bunch of non-entities anyway. Because to 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 the um, American mindset, it would seem that there, there's no difference in between the two countries. But right. there was a hearing the other day, and Iran is apparently. If you can credit all the generals and all the CIA and the various American agencies, um, and also the MI6 from England and all the other agencies from other countries, that um, Iran is at least six years away from any sort of progression towards a nuclear weapon. Right, and even the, even our uh, our, our uh, these were all American. 
soldiers and American right. generals and also American FBI and CIA or whatever. That was the consensus. Right. The consensus was it's the, still the consensus. It, no, that happened two weeks ago. Right. The consensus was also that Iran has no very little interest right. and even let, let, less capability than interest in right. getting to that point. And the, the other thing is that Iran is a practical leader. So they're not going to do something completely insane, necessarily. The, the leader may talk about it, of course. But, the, but the people who actually control the country are going to do whatever is practical for, for Iran. Uh, similarly, Sant, you know, um, Rick Santorum might be criminally insane. I don't think we're going to do – well, you know what? I'm, you know what? Of course, George <laughs> Bush did what he did. You know, I can't even claim no. that America hey, – well, would... This is what's going to happen with Santorum or a, any of the Republican candidates. Right now, they are extreme. As soon as one of them gets a nomination, of course, they yeah. will go moderate. They will drift back towards the center. And when they get elected, they will go back to extreme, exactly like George Bush did. Sure. Right? And, 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 not to, and you know we don't put water in our mouth and we don't carry any bags to the Democrat Party. But look at Obama. Let's, let's join yeah, the yeah, other. Right. Exactly. Yeah, Le- I, yeah. Obama when, does not get a pass. Let's talk about the liberals <laughs> and Obama. When George Bush and the were prosecuting torture, right? They were torturing non-citizens and Americans alike, though, because there were some American citizens tortured. Which is going to get worse. Right? Um, though they were all supposedly foreigners and supposedly terrorists, right? But Except but they for have the been, British guy and the American guy. There's a British guy, there's an Australian <laughs> guy who got tortured, too. Uh, right, the American right, guy. Right. And then there's a, what's the, um, Padilla, another American. There's a bunch of people who got tortured. Seriously, there are a bunch of them. But all, and people who got um also um what do you call when they um expel you from the borders of a country um uh, not uh, excommunicated uh, that's uh, a church excommunicated no no, no uh, de- uh not deported if you're a citizen and you got ex well let's say excommunicated because America is pretty much a theocracy anyway by now yeah, so they probably much. right but um let, let, the when Obama extradition extra, no not extradition because that's no. what extradition no you're you're a citizen of America right and then you you get sent away from America is the word I'm looking for. That's not, that's not extradition. Extradition is if I'm a first citizen Expelled. of another country, right? Or I'm in another country and then I need to be tried in America and they bring me from that other country back. That's extradited. It's not, ex- it's like expelled, but it's, um, banished. It's like banishment. It's, there's another word that they use for it, but I can't remember right now. Hmm. But, um, the, the, the big point, when Obama called those drone strikes, on three American citizens, not right. seven or eight months in the past, the liberals were strangely quiet on that topic. Well, they were in a foreign land. It's okay to bomb sure. them in a foreign land. Sure, and also as a Democrat president, as a Democrat Obviously, doing you're a it. communist. I, I, I'm not a criminal. <laughs> no, look, I'd have to be a neocon because I'm, I guess I'm <laughs> protesting against Obama. So I'm not on the left. I'm all the way to the right. So ah. obviously, I guess I'm a Nazi. I'm a Nazi sympath. I'm a, I'm a, I don't know what I am. You're, uh, you're, you're, a, you're, you're a hijab synth, uh, sympathi- sympathizer. That would be on the left, though. That's what the left. That's what the right would accuse me of. Oh, because uh, I am railing against. Let me see. Let me see. What am I doing? I'm railing against. You're too soft on crime. Is your problem? That's my problem. <laughs> That's my problem. I'm too soft. I'm also soft. Listen, I have been You're drinking. You're in Texas, you know. You should, you should have four, guns, uh, four guns and at least a woman hanging off your arm. <laughs> I couldn't have a woman hanging off my arm because I've been drinking alcohol. This is about eight days That's straight. That's the best time to have a woman hanging off your arm. I've been drinking no, alcohol so long that my penis is also hanging straight downward. <laughs> 
I've been drinking alcohol for like eight days straight now, and I need to stop drinking. As, as I might never get an erection horrible, again. Horrible, horrible, horrible. It's horrible. But listen, that's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Except, <laughs> fortunately, there's all kinds of drugs you can take from Big Farmer that'll. I need it. That'll uh, slap that puppy right up. I don't know if Big Farmer is going to support that. Uh, but you know, so but that's the point I'm making. That people fall into camps and the liberals, usually terrorist camps. Mm, that's why we bomb them and kill them with drones. <laughs> but people fall into camps, and the liberals have their camp, which it is not a well-thought-out position arrived at by ratiocination or by dialectical discourse. Liberals, there are some liberals, a huge percentage, they're just a liberal because they were, thought to, they were taught to be because their parents right. had social... It's like in your religion. Sure, sure. <laughs> you are Christian because you were brought up in the Christian. Sure, exactly. Because your parents were Christian. Exactly so. Or you're you're in a Christian country. Exactly so. That is why there's so little protest against the war now, the wars we're prosecuting right now, because it's not a it's not a Republican in in office. No, it's a Democrat who thinks and right? he looks intelligent and he plays basketball. <laughs> Which qualifies him? He gets. His, I don't know. He don't gets know the street can... vote. He gets the the the. the he gets the, the camp vote. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what what well, camp is it? Camp? Well, what? you were talking camp. about being people being camp earlier, so I don't know. I didn't say about people being camp. Yeah, Who's you said being camp? liberals being camp. Did I say liberals? You listen. We don't want to be in camp. <laughs> no. I, was, I don't think anybody in the audience, unless the English, understand that camps oh. means. Oh, slightly, not, not homosexual, I would say, but a slightly, a slightly, a uh, no, it's not even feminine. Well, this camp is really yeah. feminine, but it means yeah, it is. Okay, it's, okay. It's, it's over, it's over the top. It means feminism. over the top of feminine. Yes, yes, that's what it means. So you, yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so Gary, listen. Hey, hey, it's good. Somehow hey, I realize you're taping. <laughs> we are, we are seven minutes into the podcast, and you guys have no idea what we were talking about. Going strong. I, I stopped. I started us in the middle because we were going on, and I didn't want to like well. have to start and have to think. So, That's not, so here we are. Never so good. welcome, welcome it's to episode good. forty. Never of good. Injudicious rambling. And let me tell you what's going on in my life <laughs> on episode forty. I am prosecuting. I'm a libertarian. Not really? in the Ron Paul sense, nor so, in... So you want the gold standard, is the Republic, that what you're None of that. I'm a libertarian. <laughs> I'm a libertarian only in the sense of a Hume, a personal libertarian. Hume. Like, what is what you call libertarian? I only care about personal rights liberty. for individuals. That's okay. all I care. I don't give a... F- I'm not for states' rights. I'm not for any of that bullshit. I am for... But corporations are people, my I friend. am... I, <laughs> That man I, is I so totally smart. Did you hear? He went to NASCAR the other day. Yesterday, yeah. did you did you hear what he said? I, I know. I I I didn't see. I I've got the entire thing uh, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. But on he went to dad, he went to NASCAR. Right. And they asked so like know, the, the most ant, the non NASCAR guy okay, in the world. So let's say yes, the non the most non NASCAR guy also <laughs> met. Um, he's not a Tea Party person, and that blue color crowd is strongly Tea Party evangelical. Mm-hmm. Mitt has none of that, so none of that. He the, sort of has evangelical does, from a Mormon. Point no, of view. Uh, uh, for, in Utah, <laughs> yeah, right. apart from that, he doesn't have any of the evangelical crowd. Yeah. So Mitt going into NASCAR, you would but think wait, he was anti-woman. Huh? 
He's anti-woman. That should do. Sorry, anti-woman's health. Sorry, think- not anti-woman's health. Uh, uh, the the choice of the woman to be separate from the man. Well, you would yes, you would think that would firmly put them in their camp. Right. But also, but not, but that's not tea party. he would have to be strictly lunatic. Ah. Right. He would have to not and not just be anti-woman procreate um birth control, but he'd have to be anti-woman. I mean, just anti-woman in general straight across up, the board. Excel killer yeah. rape. No, yes, he would. Right. Only if it's honest rape. And yes, well, honest rape. <laughs> honest rape, and uh, and Mitt right. Romney, to be honest, he doesn't look as if he's his a wife. His wife had an abortion. He doesn't look like a wife beater. Did the wife have an abortion? With well, those 10 kids he has? Well, that's Santa Romney. I think it's Santa Romney talking about. She dated the guy who. It's Santa Romney talking about. This is Rick. No, 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 no. You're Mitt talking Romney's about Rick wa- Santa Romney. Mitt Romney's wife. That's Rick be- Santa Romney's be- wife. What? That's Santa Romney's wife. I promise you. Dated, dated a, a, an the abortion, abortion doctor? doctor. Yes, that was oh. that was the abortion doctor was Sandrum's wife. Well, and then, and then, shit. And then Sandrum's wife casting aspersions. And then Sandrum's wife had a live birth. Um, right. Oh, that's sort right. Of thing. Yes, that's right. It's Santorum. You're absolutely right. You must look always. This is, let me clue you in. Always I'll look for up. the most egregious. No, no, sure. Look for the most egregious um, form of hypocrisy. <laughs> and then, and Sandrum <laughs> is the most anti-abortion. Person in the party, so you could, of course, connect that to him. Well, it, it's good to know that the Family Research Council, um, their, their FRC action straw poll is in, and Senator Rick Santorum, yeah. um, placed first with 76% oh, of the votes. Wow. Followed by Gingrich. <laughs> wow. With Nine percent of the vote. I like nine. <laughs> Dude, that was a hell of a straw poll. That straw poll. Romney only got five percent of the votes. So I guess we see that uh, as long as you're an evangelical Christian and not an evangelical Mormon, it's perfectly okay to hate women. Yay, FRC. So I thought I'd throw that in at and, the beginning of this. <laughs> by the way, and if people don't know, you know, the Mormons are firmly on the side of birth control. Oh, it is a Mormon position. Seriously, the Mormons are firmly on the side of condoms and birth control. I don't think they have no issue with it. They are firmly pro birth control. Well, I think they're for for they're firmly anal sex, which the is Mormons? a form of ver- birth control. Seriously, are you being yeah, funny I, or are you no, serious? No, I, I well, okay, this is. Hearsay. Yes, hearsay. Oh, sure. Let's from my time Let's in con- Utah. I'm going to confirm this as fact. Let's go with this. Yes, okay. it's fact. Okay, sure. Why not? Uh, I, I heard this. I heard this from a friend while I was in Utah. I actually wasn't able to hook up with any of the Utahian ex Mormon chicks with three kids who were divorced from. Do one, their- of, do one of them have a bunch of kids <laughs> they, though. Yeah, they, they, there was a rotation with the girls I was hanging out with. There was a rotation of. Oh well, my friend is going to watch our kids tonight, and then we, you know, because I was working, so sure, I had sure. lots of money and time to go out and to the dance clubs. Um, but no, I, I, I couldn't confirm the whole um, anal sex is uh, their form of birth contra- control. Contra- no contraception. But I wasn't even being funny. I'm being serious. The Mormon Church are pro birth. I don't think. Yes, they are. no, no, no. I am. I am not. I don't joking. think they are. I, th- I think. I think they're when just. When have bad you known me? That's why, because you always doubt me. I, this is funny thing, though. Gary always doubts me, and I do not. I we have never found me wrong. Check it out. The uh, the condom thing. I'm talking about the condom thing. The Mormons are firmly pro condom. It is a Mormon position. That is why with with, with Mitt Romney and his um, 
you know, posturing against um, Obama and the Catholic bishops on this topic is very strange because it's not a Mormon position. And that's why it confirms his flip-flopping status and all that kind of stuff. But, yes, I did, I did. Oh, Okay, Mormons have never been told to have several children or to never use birth control. And those are in quotes. As we mentioned, those those questions are between the father, mother, and God. Um, and they do support I'm talking about... Um, they that's do what mormonsbelieve.org, by the and, way. And they do support it. They do support okay. it. And that is not even a, a third website. But they do... They are... Like, but, like, but like Mitt, you know, the Catholics... But Mitt, Mitt Romney wants to uh, have invasive uh, birthing tests. But, no, it's, but he took that because it's a position he can take because he thinks he, he can win... Oh, that's... He that's, can win the culture war. That's anti-abortion. So that's different. With the um, with the insane, with the insane people. But on the, right. the abortion issue, Mitt Romney... Um, there's a... You can go back and go to the archives. Mitt Romney did suggest to this young lady that she have an abortion... When she was having her child. No, did he suggest abortion or did he suggest adoption? I think it was abortion right. he suggested. No, but no, the thing is, the Mormon church doesn't have an issue. I might be wrong with the abortion, but the Mormon church does not have an issue with birth control. Yeah, you, you're, he, wrong, you're wrong with the abortion. Oh, he, you, he's definitely pro-life. Okay. But, I, but he, he was not always like that, though, because right. he was pro-choice back in the uh, Massachusetts um, primaries, way back in, in, yeah. in the day. And the Mormon church does not have an issue with that. However, um, he, he went to NASCAR. Okay, okay. Let's let's go back. Needing to recruit, you can look it up while I'm talking. Right. And needing to recruit um, the yokel vote is um, what I would say, for one of a better word, right? And the yokel vote is almost equivalent to um, the evangelical and the Tea Party vote. And he went to NASCAR, and apparently they asked him. So, Mitt, are you a big fan of NASCAR? <laughs> and to um, butcher his code. He said, well, you know, it's stammering way that he does it. There's stammering, which is a result of a, a lot congenital of my problem. A lot, a lot of my friends are uh, NASCAR owners. That's what he said. He said, I have I, some friends who I are don't NASCAR follow NASCAR owners. as um, enthusiastically as some of the, the biggest adherents do, the strongest adherents do, but a lot of my friends are NASCAR owners. Like which a, is I have like some a, black friends too. What, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Are you talking about NASCAR owners? And he named about three or four of them. Are you talking about NASCAR owners when you asked you about being a fan of the sport? Like, how is the... You think it's his tone deafness. It's not... It is not even the owner's part. Is it tone deafness? And the inartfulness of his response. The fact that he is so entrenched within his cocoon of wealth and he has never ever ventured out of that cocoon. No, no, that he has no idea of how to sell. And not even being being in touch. Because listen, hear me well. Obama, no um Newt Gingrich, no Nancy Pelosi, no any of them are in touch with a poor person. No, well I am know, not he... even in touch with poor people. He, he, he told a Detroit audience, according to the HuffPo, mm-hmm. he told a D- Detroit audience that his wife drives, quote, a couple of Cadillacs, end quote. <laughs> He's in touch with the common man. Sure. But I, and, and that one, right, and that a couple, one. A no, couple there's of nothing with his wife drive because I have a several, several houses. But why would you say it? And that's the thing, right. that's the thing. He is so far out of touch. It's not yeah. that these four pairs, are being made because he has he does not understand he's gonna have that to, people right. do not all of us that we do not all drive two or three a couple of Cadillacs it's just, just, just the way it seems 
Yeah, no, he he doesn't understand that the the majority, like the ninety nine percent of America, has one car per person, or generally speaking, they have a car for for the father and mother, and maybe for the kids, or for the mother and father, and the kids borrow the car. Sure. Sure. Oh, if they can afford it, right? And and but and then a lot of my times, my car is ten ten years old. A lot of times, you know, <laughs> I I, know, I don't know if it's now, but it used to be like four or five years ago. And your kids get a car immediately as they enter into adulthood. But this is the point I'm making, Gary. Neither okay. If we to expose some of our financial um backgrounds on the air, right? Not not a lot of it, but I'm saying neither of us right now are wealthy because. Musician, student, kind of thing, right? Artist, student, right? I would call you right. artist because you're in various. Well, idiot, student. Go ahead. Well, idiot, idiot, <laughs> right? But neither of us are. Although I'm about to be a student and an idiot at the same time. You see, you're gonna combine. That's what I call. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm full of the. Uh, you're improving. The, the mixing it's, pot. You're improving. You're, you're stepping up. <laughs> you're becoming a Renaissance man. Idiot, student, pauper. <laughs> right. Instead of just being an idiot. But, but the point I'm making, neither of us are financially well stood right now because of the choices we've made as regards the furtherance of our careers, right? right? But what I'm saying is still, though, we are not really in direct connection with poverty at this point. Right. Right? Yes, absolutely. Even though we don't have a lot of liquid cash or whatever, but... We still come from a certain background, and we still are not intimately involved with poverty, right? But the the tone, what? So I'm I'm saying I can understand Mitt Romney not even being intimately involved with poverty. I mean, years and decades separated from because he has 250 million, right? What he has two hundred and fifty million? Yes, that's his, that's his worth. That's it. Two hundred fifty? No, no, he's more than that. No, that's he's like that's... the one percent of the one percent, is he not? Yeah, yeah. Do, oh, do you know? Do you know what the one percent is? You, you said million. Yeah, the one not per- billion. Do you know what the one percent is? Do you know? Is that, and that's where there's a lot of misunderstanding. The one percent is actually if your <laughs> income is over three hundred and fifty or something grand no. a year, your yeah. income. You're 1%. The 1% of the 1% is when you cross into, I think, over like 1.2 million or something like that. You, you need 1% of the 1%. Per year. Yeah, something like that. Actual cash income, not stock options. No, no, we can put all of them together. The 1% of the 1% is when you cross, I think, like, wait, okay, the 1% of the 1% is when you start crossing into income is like 1 to 2 million a year. But as long as you, uh, as long as you, seems low. As long as your salary, right? Is three hundred thousand, fifty thousand dollars? You only one percent. We 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 gross we grossly must understand what the one percent of the one percent is. What what, what the one percent is? The one percent of the one percent. I give leeway to. I might I might be misinformed, but he is one percent of the one percent. He is he is truly, <laughs> right? But no, but I'm talking about. But Gary, what I'm talking about is the total distance from any sort of educational reality. Do you know what though? It's one because somebody could teach me how to connect to the poor, but Mitt Romney <laughs> is so distant from the poor that he cannot be taught. He right. has a staff of advisors, right, of men who are being paid at six-figure salaries to teach him how not 
to make statements like that to guide him right. and to and show him the path he can't, to tread. He can't take and it. it is he cannot take. What is it? The lessons are not taking. He's not absorbing because he is so agnostic, so poverty middle class agnostic. It is incredible right. that a human being could be so <laughs> insulated because his distance from any so you know, it's, it's, right. it's a good the, the question is like okay um bill gates mm-hmm. worked out of his garage to build his empire right and, and but bill gates dad was rich also what his dad was rich. bill gates dad was rich okay he was but i know i'm not disagreeing with you i right. am saying but he could still the but he I detached. He detached himself from his father enough that he's working. Right, and I can strength. agree. Yes, it's amazing. Yes, I agree with you. Okay. And Bill Gates still understands poverty because he still yeah. speaks about poverty in and a relational way. Poverty. He's all about the vaccines. He tries. Yeah, he right. tries. A lot of stuff yeah, he does. He, he's fucked. Yeah, is antithetical to the um, right. He's, he's but he's, he tries. Right. And even when he speaks about it, is not there's no but Gary. The only thing I would fuck up with your Bill Gates analogy is that there's nobody in the world who's as tone deaf. I don't think the <laughs> Prince of Monaco is as tone deaf it's on poverty. Prince William, Prince Harry, <laughs> the Queen of England. That's the only reason I would like shoot down okay. your theory. Have you ever heard a human being repeatedly make those kind of gas as in I like to fire people when it came from a company? That, uh, I can't even go on. You know what? Fuck this shit. That's a Wait, I like to fire people is Romney. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about It's Bill a Gates. silly topic. It's a silly topic. It's a silly topic. It's a silly okay. topic. You know what? Oh, well, I, I have to say this. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is from the Huffington Post, but it's in the sure. same article. Uh, Romney declined the opportunity to trash talk a car sponsored by his rival Rick Santorum. And all I can say about that is probably the car was a piece of shit. <laughs> what I don't even know what you're talking about. What is that? Google Santorum and then get back to me. No, what type of story? <laughs> oh, good piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, that was a labored um circuitous route to tell a joke. It was. No, granted, I am not the most auditorily um sensitive person. And, and, and so I'm a Gary, happy drunk. I miss all of Gary's <laughs> jokes. No, seriously. No, but no, not to blame you. I am not very auditorily well tuned into jokes and this I miss true. a lot this of Gary's this jokes. Is, this is why you're had you put it in right and no I got it two seconds off the game. See, my my wording was circuitous, but if I had written it out, it would have been just as circuitous it would have, and you would have But I've gotten it. I'd be like, oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Let's talk about something. Our book is going to be weird. <laughs> Let me I was talking but this is what we're talking about. It's gonna be weird, it's gonna be fantastic. We were, t- I was talking about, I'm um, fighting personal wars, right? Right. And I'm fighting a personal war right now. There's a bar in San Antonio called the Flying Saucer. Ah, Fantastic yeah. establishment. They carry over 400 brands of beers, foreign and domestic. Fresh beers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not like this other place that has about as many, but they tend to go a little Why bit. Why are walk. you not mentioning the other place? Okay, Hillsendales. What is wrong with Dales? Well, their, their kegs tend to go a little bit sour. Oh, I after never a while. buy from their kegs. I go into the uh, into uh, in, okay, okay. Into See, the, they the have they have about uh, almost a hundred on tap, right? On tap, forty-four. But it's, 40, a, no, it's no. a poor hundred. It's a, it's a poor one hundred, though. I'm going. It's a poor one hundred. Yeah, their their best, is, I think, is Guinness. Yes, yes. Yeah. They, I do. 
I don't know how you can possibly find a hundred tritus beers <laughs> in the world and assemble them in one place. Right. right? So, but, but, they've but done. They, they don't go through their tap beers except for their American beers. Uh, quickly. So their their Oktoberfest beers maybe from the previous <laughs> it, year. It might have been October, <laughs> two thousand and one. I'm just saying. But but they but they do have coolers full of uh, beers. But yes, they have a, a, a all the Gary. I want to say though, I have never. It's seldom have I driven past that place and felt impelled to go inside because <laughs> it, is, this is true. it is a biker bar as dank a hole as you could find however it's if you bring in your own mug they will fill it for the same price as a normal oh. so you it might lend you a little bit more incentive to go and visit this Given, place especially it, considering how close it is to your abode. it is right it's right near to me and for a man who wants to go and get drunk on cheap Budweiser, there is no better water in hole. Is it, that, that's all right. Okay. Let's, I don't think we can get, we could praise them more than that right. though. And our ex-friend has about five, uh, saucers on the, on the ceiling. He does have uh, five. Pl- platters. Which I think he probably got in five nights. I think so. <laughs> because he has five at Flying Saucer as well. No, no, Forrest is now five. I don't think he has even has one at Flying no, Saucer. Uh, no, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't. No, I would okay. know. I would know. Yeah, be trying because, to because as you started this conversation, at flying saucer, you are a, fa- a but, flying saucer so let me aficionado. Give you, let me give you the background. <laughs> so this is a fantastic establishment, the ambiance, perfect. The girls mm-hmm. are are titillating. My only issue is I'm going. This is the point I'm going to make. I am not a fan of the restaurant where oh women, I think you are. Well, I am not. Women are exposed. Um, you know, bosoms and legs, and they have them in the schoolgirl Catholic outfits. I, I find it to be demeaning. I would not want my daughter to do it. I, I, I would actually prefer, personally, a, a, a woman who is well-dressed. Right. Because I, I know they have breasts and legs and the whole thing, and that is far more attractive than the person showing everything. My imagination there. I could get into something. Right? I, I, seriously, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the restaurant, right? Um, however, the flying so but I am a huge fan of the beer. So the, I cannot not uh, go. The expensive overpriced beer. Yes. Exactly, Gary. You captured <laughs> it like a, like a poet. Right? That is poetry. It's fine. I'm, I, but I go there. Okay. So this is my issue. Right? Um, somebody apparently a year ago made a choice. Um, he had the option, one of which was to drink a reasonable amount of beers and then proceed on his way home and ensconce himself within his beds and within his bed sheets and have a good night rest. Or he could have take a different option, which is to drink many beers at a flying saucer, then purchase extra bottles of beer from a saucer, carry it in his car, go to another bar after, get even <laughs> drunker, and then on his way home, open the flying saucer beers <laughs> and in you know, imbibe them right. and then proceed into a head-to-head collision with another entity and get an accident, right? That would be or, bad. Right, right. So he chose a second option. Right. However, I, I remember this time the cops, actually. The cops, um, upon you questioning did- him, um, he did not um, find it prudent to. Disclose to, to hide um, his activities, but to not disclose. In fact, he, yes, he published them. And he said, them. I got these at the flying Probably. Saucer. He did not. There was no reticence in his, um, in his address to the cops. And therefore, I don't know the machinations beyond that. The, mach- the machinations beyond that. But right. however, somehow the ownership of flying saucer 
and the police and and Scientology came to the point to the conclusion that uh, there should be a limit on six beers per customer, the flying oh, right. saucer. That's right. Not just six beers though. Also, because the flying saucer is a a, a whole story, um, with image that they sell beers of foreign extract and of various <laughs> alcoholic percentages. You might get a beer there that is a ten percent beer. Right. Though I have to so, say, so they have to add up the percentage of beers that you've had, Gary. You can only have what twenty percent total. That's what of I'm. Beer? S- the, apparently so. <laughs> now you know I'm extraordinarily fond having um pickled. My, I haven't <laughs> been right. Uh, you, I'm saying, I'm, you prefer I, to be pickled as opposed to unpickled. Well, let me say, let me, which is not gay. No let homo. me phrase it. Let me phrase it. Uh, <laughs> it's slightly different. Um, haven't been uh, a devotee of liver pickling. I've been pickling my liver right. for several um, well, years now. You've, you've been testing it. That's right. Yes, <laughs> for pickling. Right. And pickling. I tend to find that a beer that's uh, 7.8% and above is more to, you know, my liking than this 5% beer. Right. And I've gotten to the point where I've drunk so many 6 or 7%, I mean, 8, 7, 8% beers. I have no, I have no appreciation for the inferior brewing processes. For the, yes, I, I don't have, a, so I will drink the high percent beers. These ladies are the flying saucer. So the waitresses, right? Right. Um, do, do, do you use the word ladies loosely? No, no, I'm using the word ladies. Yes, loosely. As loose, as loose as possible. I'm not casting aspersions. <laughs> but not that loose. I am just saying, yeah, I am right. using the word ladies loosely. I am not, because, commenting because upon that, the looseness of the ladies, right. Gary. They, they are not ladies. They are they're ladies. ladies. Yeah, yeah, they, they are of the female persuasion. Nor am I commenting upon their looseness. Okay. However, I'm using the word loosely. Okay. Right? I'm using the word loosely. So yeah. the ladies there. The lady, the lady, you know, the wages just come. And apparently, there is incumbent upon them to take some sort of rough uh, summation of the alcoholic beverages so, of your so, drunk. Summing up the percentage of the beers you have and drunk. And then cutting you short. And t- Listen, Gary, you could be the veriest uh, sober. You could be, you could have the appearance of a t- the veriest teetotaler. And they will still... Cut you off. Cut you off. Right. Upon so, whatever... So you cannot have uh, six 10% beers because that would be 60%. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. No. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> that was that's cause that's kind of cosmic upheaval. But no, you can have you can have might, you can have between thirty six percent, which would be six percent alcohol. Yes, yes. And you can have six six percent beer, so thirty six percent, fifty percent. But yeah, that's exactly okay. what. So they give you some like so you would, maybe four ten percent beers is what they would cut you off at. And I <laughs> so every listen and in tipping at the flying sauce, I'm a generous. I'm not. I don't want to say generous, but I tend to tip. 30, 40, 50 percent, according to the bill, right? Right. Because you're, you're only allowed to drink three beers that count on your fly, flying saucer is a sort of a membership. And if you drink three beers in one night, you get um, it contributes towards you accumulating a plate on the wall. And if you drink two hundred different people. beers, just look up flying right. saucer. But if you drink two hundred different beers, <laughs> you can get a plate in the wall, and you only can count three beers a night. So. Right. When I tip 40, 50%, it's not that my bill is $200. My bill might be $30, $40, or $25. Well, t- right. okay. But when, okay, so let's say, but I do venture a course and I drink six beers a night, right? Why should I be cut off? I am a 
dedicated drinker. I am sitting there. <laughs> I am in my. I, I might be slightly in my cups, but you have no. You do not know whether or not I'm being chauffeured to and from the bar. I am not being rowdy. I am not disturbing the equanimity of the proceedings in the bar. I am not interfering well, it's, it's with my neighbors. people who are dangerous. Is that is that the, the, oh, yeah. the procedure upon it, it, which yeah, they are operating? Yeah, so people who are going to take out the, the Uzi. Fucking, yeah. But listen, I have been making a stand for all libertarians and at Bardo. And every time, they've been cut off two times. Because I don't often go there and drink six beers. But every time they've done it, I have tipped my waitresses less than 10%. And I have also wrote, written, <laughs> I've also written very detailed and long um, cantankerous notes. <laughs> The first one, which I, did, I think I did on um, they're, they're, New they're Year's Eve. spitting in your beer. Man. That's probably been happening for a while. <laughs> I've done it on New Year's Eve. And but that, but that, but that re- reduces the percentage of alcohol in the that's beer. That's what I'm so saying. So they yeah. probably might choke it up on my <laughs> part. I might get to drink seven beers. <laughs> is what I'm saying. It might work in my favor. It's like, oh, no, it's okay. We piss in this beer earlier. Like, oh, yeah. All right. All right. It's more pe- Peter. You know what I'm saying? But I can't listen. Is this fair? I don't. I understand and I condone if somebody is obviously getting boisterous or whatever, and somebody's obviously ridiculously drunk. But I carry my beer well, and I, you know, why? That's are the thing. You, they can't tell. They don't know. You They're do not, not know. You do not know. Two two percent beers for X person. Right. My, and they, but then you have the placebo effect. They think they're getting drunk, so they get drunk. It's but not really. Then you say, "Oh, that's only two percent beer." So, so am I being an ass kind on this libertarian? And every time, but every time I write a note on the back of this slip, the uh, one of the managers come out and they have a conversation with me, <laughs> like Andre, why are you? And they actually know my name. Like, why, why are you doing? And I was like, "Listen, you all continue being assholes, so I reserve the right to be an asshole." Now, the thing, what they're upset about? They're not upset but, about me <laughs> under tipping. Is that they have to make a bit tip <laughs> waitress. Because they know that's a law. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. If if a waitress makes less than like nine dollars or something an hour, the bar Minimum has wage. to make up a the the amount. It is not. It, but it's ridiculous. You cannot. The thing is, though, the reason why I under I and I I strenuously on object and I under tip the waitresses when they do that, right? Is because and it's not under tip. I give them six. I give them ten percent. Fucking anyway. Is that under tip? But. Right. The reason why I do that to make up and I write the notes on the back is because the waitresses have discretion also. Because some of them will slip me a beer right. and extra beers because <laughs> they know me and they will like you know and they will do it because they can. They have discretion to do it. Right. But the, the sticklers for the, the silly because there are always people who want to exercise some sort of dominion over you. And I guess to me that is their that is their way of it's control. That, yeah. And, yeah. And that's why I, I, I undertip them. Because there are a lot, there are a few of the other waitresses, the ones who I'm very chummy with, and they'll be like, and they'll give, because they know I don't get belligerent, I don't right. chase them, I don't try to, you're you not know. getting in their wreck. I don't, do I, you know. <laughs> you're not drunk. But I, yes, but, right. and, and that is my crusade, and I don't know I'm being an ass, but I just had to talk about it. done. All right, I just wasted fucking half an hour there. Gary, what, what, you had a point, you, you wanted to talk about something. All right, so this episode was brought to you by. Do we even end? No, seriously. Before we huh? get to what is episode brought by, we listen. We did intend to come back and discuss some other <laughs> things with you, but we, we, we got, got caught up. We, we, <laughs> got, we got into 
to uh, slavery and, and race enjoy and feminism. the songs of our own voices. Oh yeah, is what we, we, yeah. If if you want another two hour episode, feel free. Uh, <laughs> in fact, all you have to do is write to us and tell us you want that you episode. you want a two hour episode of us drunkenly talking about. Uh, football or soccer, depending on which part of the world you're at, and sports and coaching and feminism. They didn't take beer <laughs> and slavery. A lot, we did cover a lot, though. Oh, we 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 wide range. You all miss a lot of inconsequential blather. Yeah. So so this particular uh, inconsequential blather is brought to you by Samuel Adams. Listen, the, uh, let me go, don't, don't just dismiss Samuel Adams, um, oh, at the it. H-E-B. Oh, oh Dude, listen, Adams. H-E-B is doing a fantastic job <laughs> and Samuel Adams, Not apparently. Not all of them. Oh, just, no, no. just in the, the rich, in the rich part of San Antonio. <laughs> the Gucci HEBs. Do, by the way, do you know that, um, <laughs> in the poor Hispanic part of San Antonio, they paint the HEBs in yellow and blue? In, well, what does that mean? It, they paint them in what they think a fiesta, oh, Hispanic AGB would look like. Do you, of course, you know the only AGBs <laughs> on our side of town? They have a big giant sombrero on top. You know, see, they do. You take a fucking joke. The HBs on our side of town are stately, sort of nondescript. West. You can't even think of it, the color that they are because it's a brick kind of a, Yeah, it's, it's institutional. A, Right, and they have the HEB um, sign in some sort of puce kind of color. I can't describe the color, but it's stately. This is for guys. It's, we don't know it's what like, puce is. It's like what Mitt Romney would um, paint probably, what, his house in. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, you would never White. know. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, but the color would never assault your ocular sensibilities. The HEB in the poor side of town <laughs> are very fucking colorful. blue and yellow. And it doesn't have an HB sign on the front. It doesn't. I promise you. It's like you, you could. It's a small HB somewhere, but it, it's blue and yellow. And it's and even Austin. They do it in Austin, Texas, also. <laughs> the the HBs in the pure, in the poor size of town. They paint them a totally different color. I mean, the entire building is blue and yellow, and it looks like a Fiesta supermarket. I, I was, but the first time I saw it, I was like, what the fuck. I, I want everyone shit. to know that that uh, Andre has this bright light coming from behind him and almost a halo. Like Jesus. It's like he's a prophet. I am. A prophet of, of the Heb. Except, of H-E uh, butt. <laughs> hey, right? And listen, and I'm a fan of H-E-B. I, I, you know, I, uh, we only have, and in, in Texas here, we, have, we only have H-E-B or we have Walmart. Uh, well, right? uh, well, no, well, no, no, in San Antonio. In San, sorry, San Antonio. Uh, uh, if you, you move around, you have the Albertsons and the Kroger's okay. and all that. Shit. So in San Antonio, we San only Antonio, have HB or Walmart. Walmart. And we will and not. Target, Super Target. Target, but, but yeah. they don't have it. So we will not countenance <laughs> Walmart at all, right? No, but one thing I, I was just about HB for, because I have friends, well, acquaintances who actually work there, who no, moved we have up. Dollar store. Who moved up before. <laughs> Dude, if you that processed food will kill you. <laughs> yeah, that you interrupted got, your thought there. Go ahead. Go right? Ahead. No, but I would say that processed food in the dollar store will will kill you, will erupt you, all your intestines. But 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 the HB, I have acquaintances who work in HB who have moved up from being like um the, the fruit packers and that kind of stuff yeah. into being managers, hmm? not the fudge packers, <laughs> no. who I support. No, no, H-E-B, no HB will 
will uh, pay for your education yeah. if you agree to work for them. For I have a friend who 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 went to uh, chemical engineering. He's in chemical engineering really? to work on new HEB type yogurts. You see. Is no, that is that I, what his life's work is? So that I, is I, well, it, it's it's good for him. I like that. I like that he specializes in in, in, in HB yogurts. In HB yogurts. I yeah. I mean, that's no, but I, it's, I, I think it's cool. What company does that? What company does that? That they graduate from being a fruit packer and you go through ranks of packing maybe fruit and then you graduate to milk or maybe fudge. Well, <laughs> let, let's say you go from fruit to fudge. You know, and you go to, to the right. you, go, you, go the, you go from the fruit aisle to the to the chocolate aisle, right. and then you go to the chocolate, <laughs> and maybe four three mixtures, four three mixtures. And you get to the Santorum, and then you go into politics, so and then you then you lobby you for HEB. Fuck America all over. <laughs> that's what anyway. But, so my point is brought to you by <laughs> brought to you by uh, Samuel Adams Cinderbach. Cinderbach. What was the percentage in that, Gary? Oh, which is Rochbach. Actually, it was, a, it was uh, fun. It's, it's eight, uh, nine point four alcohol per volume. Fantastic One drink. Pint. Fantastic drink. Seriously, it was fantastic. It burned at the back of the throat okay, like a so, good so the ginger. Cinder, cinder Bach or Rock Bach. And what was yours? And Griffin's Bow, also by Samuel Adams. It was an oak aged or uh, oak blonde barley wine, 10%. All right. And then uh, the uh, Samuel Adams Dark Depths, which is Baltic IPA, only 7.6% uh, alcohol per volume. Let it slip. And finally, the um, Reserve Series by uh, its Outer Darkness, Outer Darkness Russian Style Imperial Stout Ale, which is 10.5 alcohol As a good volume. Christian, I can hardly condone... The Outer Darkness. And I think it's by Squatters Beers. But it was fantastic. Listen, those... Are, all as, of them were quite As delicious. a lineup. Seriously, this is the first time... You know, we've only just started naming the beers we've drunk in this program. Right. But it's the first time we've ever drunk all the ones... And we've all like... We've li- both like all of the all um, of them. samples. They were delicious. They yeah. were fantastic. All Samuel Adams. Excellent job. Yay, Folks, America. We didn't talk about... <laughs> we didn't talk about much of anything tonight, though. No, we didn't. But we did have a good time... Um, talking about yeah, amongst the self. All, Talk all, amongst all, the self. All, all the bits that weren't recorded were fantastic. Were fantastic. <laughs> Talk amongst the cells. You, you see what you missed up. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Cheers. If you enjoy injudicious ramblings, leave a review at iTunes or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail dot com or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. The theme was written and recorded by Oscar Lawrence.